Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, talking about great, we put this gentleman on every Thursday at this time because he is great. Old, great long history, Fox News, radio shows, back to Imus. But as I say all the time, arguably his best work is right here, 740 every Thursday morning. Really bright guy, terrific guest, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Napolitano, good Thursday morning, pal. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Right back at you, Sid. How you doing? I'm doing great. How could I be bad? Had a great dinner the other night at one of my favorite Italian restaurants in your new neighborhood called Barulia. Where is that? On Thirty Fourth and Lex. They told me you were there, and you and you and they, somehow my name came up in the conversation. Wait a second. Yeah, but it's not. Called, it's called like Villa Bar- or something like that. You're right. So, Villa Barulia. Yes. Villa Barulia. So yes. I got to tell you. I got to. I got to tell you this story. So. We love Italian food, Judge. So I go to the concierge at the hotel. I go, I need a place. Can't be fancy. I don't need Rayo's or Michael's. She goes, there's a place, 34th and Lex. Family, but but pretty, great food. So it's just me and my son. And we go like a week ago, Judge. And then uh, Gabriel comes home from school Monday. He goes, Daddy, I really like that Italian restaurant. Let's go back. So we go back on Monday and then they find out who I am, the whole thing. I told them what they find out. Right. And, so, and I give them a shot. They're all like, oh, my God, this is great. So then how do they attach you to me? I don't know. But last night I was there, and the owner comes up to me and said, I, Judge, I know this is your favorite Italian place, even though there's not a single Italian that works there. Yeah, they're all like Serbians and Croatians. It's very interesting. Correct. But I got to tell you, this restaurant the food is the closest to my grandmother, Louise Duva Caruso, may God rest her soul, <laughs> wow. uh, of any restaurant I've ever had. And he says to me, maybe he hears us on Thursday morning, he said, your good buddy, Sid Rosenberg, has become a regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I do. I love the place. Stephen, you're going to get some free publicity tomorrow morning when I start my conversation with Sid talking about tomato sauce at Barulia. Hey, they do make a great marinara there, or the calamari sauces. So now, now that I know this, Judge, now you're in. Me, you, and Gabriel have to go together. And what are these next couple of weeks, okay? You know I live 75 miles from the city. I drive into the city to meet some friends and insist we go to Barulia. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you look, you're in Jersey. You look far away, so you must really love the place. That's great. All I, right, that's a date. Yeah. We're setting it up right now. Me, Gabriel, and uh, and the judge. I'll tell you who's not going to be there is uh, Biden. I know he was in New York a couple of days ago. He could have been there, uh, but he's very, very busy. And the FBI is very busy these days, judge, searching Biden's properties. What's the latest there? This is really mind-boggling that the Federal Bureau of Investigation is searching the private residences of the president of the United States. First of all, it's mind-boggling how a guy who's worked for the government his entire life owns these mansions. I don't know where the money came from in those stories. Maybe we'll find out at another time. But that the FBI is searching the homes of the president of the United States is mind-boggling. You know, the FBI, they leak. 
and they leaked that they found nothing at the beach house. We know what they found at the Penn Biden office. We know what they found in his garage and in his personal study at his home in Wilmington. What we don't know is the level of security imposed on those documents. So there are three levels of classification, confidential secret, top secret. Within top secret, there are five sub levels. At Trump's house, the stuff they found was the highest of those sub-levels. It contains the names of secret agents, like somebody who's an Iranian agent, but it's a double agent because he's also working for the CIA. That's the level of stuff they found at Trump's house. We don't know the level of what they found at Biden's house. We also don't know how many documents they found. We know how many documents they found at Trump's house because remember the special master nonsense? Yep. The special master, a very decent, wonderful Reagan appointee, uh, semi-retired federal judge in Brooklyn, longtime friend of mine, Ray Deary, said from the bench, there are 365 documents here comprising more than 20,000 pages. So that's a lot of paperwork for something to go through. We don't know what they found in uh, in Joe's house. So I can't tell you where this is going to go. You want my gut reaction? Yeah. Trump will be. Trump will be indicted. Joe escape. Wow. Uh, he'll be indicted, but as the competition starts to mount, I mean, right now, Kilme told me a couple of days ago, at this time in 2020, the Democrats had 10 people running for the presidency. Right now, Republicans have one. The only person to officially announce is Trump. But we're days right. away from, obviously, uh, Nikki Haley. So Trump takes a shot at her. Maybe a month away from Ron DeSantis. So Trump takes a shot at him. Trump's my guy. I love Trump. But I got to tell you, every time he does stuff like this, he sounds, A, like an idiot, and B, very insecure. Why would he do that? I agree with you. And the crowds that he drew in New Hampshire, you can't even call them crowds. The biggest audience was 400 people. Here's a guy who's used to addressing ten and 15,000 people. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know if it's just too early in the season. But I do know that a lot of uh, serious Republican leaders of the New Hampshire Republican Party. Remember, New Hampshire is the first primary for Republicans. But because the Democrats in New Hampshire don't want Joe, right. the first primary for the Democrats is South Carolina. So Republican, New Hampshire is important for the Republicans. The New Hampshire Republican Party leadership has turned its back on Trump. They think he's damaged goods. They expect him to be indicted and they want Somebody else. They want somebody like DeSantis, somebody new and fresh uh, who comes in with a conservative record and doesn't have Trump's baggage. Well, let's stay in New Hampshire because you can stay right there. And their governor, Sununu, is intimating he may run. And I know a lot of folks that uh, are Republicans that actually like him. He's kind of, you know, wears the jeans, old school, that type of thing. If Sununu decides to run out of New Hampshire, Do you think he becomes a legitimate candidate or just another 2% guy? So I'm longtime friends with Chris Christie, as you may know. Chris is going to run. I mean, I'm not saying anything uh, uh, out of school. I'm not so sure this is his year, but Chris is going to run, and and I'm a friend with Chris. But I love Governor Sununu. He's got a libertarian side to him. He's got a side to him that says just because the problem is national doesn't make it Federal, just because Congress wants to regulate it doesn't mean the Constitution 
permits Congress to regulate it. We have not had people talking like that since Ron Paul ran for president, basically saying there are areas of human behavior that are none of the federal government's business, like health care, and should be resolved by individual states. That's Governor Sununu. I think that's going to be a very popular message uh, in the Republican Party. And I wish Trump, you know, I, you know, I've known him for 35 years. I've been with him alone. He called me 100 times from the White House. I love him personally. I wish he wouldn't take personal shots at people. Right. I wish he would disagree with the message rather than condemning the messenger. But that's his style. We both know that. I know, but it worked in 2016. It's not going to work in 2023, bottom line. So I wish him luck. I'm going to vote for him. I want him to win. But I don't understand why everybody, everybody else knows it except for him. I don't get it. Because he won't change. You know, I've tried to talk him into and out of things. You probably have anybody that he called for advice. Uh, I'm sure that his decision was the same at the end of the phone call as it was at the beginning. (laughs) It's true. You're so right. You're right. So uh, I started the show. Yeah, you're right. Louise Caruso would have said, you're a (laughs) capatón. So I started today's show, Judge, by playing some sound from the funeral yesterday. And uh, I made the point that sometimes I feel like the rabbis and the priests go on way too long with the eulogy because the truth is, for the most part, they didn't know the person that died. They got the info from the mother, the father, the wife, and I'd rather hear from them. Uh, Same thing yesterday. There was nothing sincere about Al Sharpton or Kamala Harris. They don't care about Tyree Nichols. All Al Sharpton cares about is, where's my next donation? And all Kamala Harris cares about is, here's a great opportunity to demonize the police. Because it was black guys. It's, no, it's not about race this time. Now it's about demonizing police. They're both so insincere and obviously disgusting. And you got to listen to that all day yesterday. And I believe Tyree Nichols, he deserved better. I could not agree with you more. What the political hacks have done to the death of this innocent young man, which was a tragedy and a crime and a murder, but they have turned it into an opportunity to advance their own political uh, causes. And I condemn it. Uh, I condemn it. I'm 100 percent with you. There's no reason to attack the concept of policing Let's not go back to this nonsense about defunding the uh, police. There are five rotten apples in that bunch. The prosecutor is doing the right thing uh, to prosecute them. Let the rest of the police uh, do their job. Uh, Listen, I've known Al Sharpton for many years. I know what he's like. He's going to take advantage of this uh, opportunity. Some of his one-liners are great. But this is not the time to turn a funeral into a political rally which is what they attempted to do. 60 seconds to go. Uh, Bill O'Reilly comes on 840 every Thursday right after you. I did give him your regards last week, and he writes great columns on BillOReilly.com. Your columns every week are great, too, and I mention them every time because they are so good. Your latest, The Legacy of George W. Bush and His Torturers. Tell us about that. Do you know, we all know who Khalid Sheikh Mohammed is. We all know he's the mastermind of 9-11. We all know that he put it together. We all know that as, as a result of what he and his colleagues did, 3,000 of our uh, friends and relatives and colleagues and fellow New Yorkers and New Jerseyans were slaughtered on 9-11. The government is afraid to prosecute him. 
the government has engaged in secret plea bargaining negotiations. Why are they afraid to prosecute him? Because the court is going to allow all the torture to come out in the courtroom and all that Bush knew and didn't know and lied about. Mm. So now the prosecutors have gone to Joe Biden saying, we can't try this case. Give us permission to settle it. And Joe's going, I'm washing my hands of the whole thing. Let Merrick Garland decide whether or not to enter to accept the guilty. Oh, my God. Wow. That is. um, Well, you know what? Actually, if you would have said to me, Sid, if you would have laid out what what was uh, out there, I would have predicted that that would have been Biden's reaction, to be completely honest. It's disgraceful, but predictable. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Disgraceful but predictable. It's a decision that only the president of the United States uh, can make. Uh, and if Bush had not, and Cheney had not authorized the torture, <clears throat> the case against these guys is locked solid. The evidence is overwhelming, and the government prosecutors are afraid to present it in a public court. Got to tell you, Judge, you are, you are a great guest. I look forward, I really do, to all these Thursday conversations, reading your columns every week. I want to thank you for another great appearance. Right back at you, man. Murray Hill Diner and Villa Barulia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love Judge Napolitano. That's a guy that listens. He appreciates it. Murray Hill Diner and Villa Barulia, my new neighborhood, which is going to be my old neighborhood soon. Because the Rosenbergs are about to move to Battery Park. More on that coming soon. 